0: Letter Thirty Six of Pamela, Volume Two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Pamela, Volume Two by Samuel Richardson. Letter Thirty Six from the same. My dearest Mrs. B., I am all over joy and rapture my good papa permits me to say that he will put his Polly under your protection when you go to london if i have but a tenth part of the pleasure i have on this occasion i am sure i shall be as welcome as i wish but he will insist upon it he says that mr b signs some acknowledgment which i am to carry along with me that i am entrusted to his honour and yours and to be returned to him heart whole and dutiful and with a reputation as unsullied as he receives me. But do continue your journals till then, for I have promised to take them up where you leave off, to divert our friends here. There will be presumption. But yet I will write nothing but what I will shew you, and have your consent to send. For I was taught early not to tell tales out of school, and a school, the best I ever went to, will be your charming conversation." we were greatly diverted with the trick put upon that barbarian sir jacob his obstinacy repentance and amendment followed so irresistibly in one half hour from the happy thought of the excellent lady countess that i think no plot was ever more fortunate it was like springing a lucky mine in a siege that blew up twenty times more than was expected from it and answered all the besiegers ends at once Mr. B.'s defense of his own conduct towards you is quite noble, and he judges with his usual generosity and good sense, when, by adding to your honor, he knows he enhances his own. You bid me to skim over your writings lightly, but tis impossible. I will not flatter you, my dear Mrs. B., nor will I be suspected to do so, and yet I cannot find words to praise, so much as I think you deserve, so I will only say that your good parents, for whose pleasure you write as well as for mine, cannot receive or read them with more delight than I do. Even my sister Nancy, judge of their effect by this, will at any time leave Murray, and forget to frown, or be ill-natured, while she can here read what you write. And angry as she makes me sometimes, I cannot deny her this pleasure, because possibly, among the innumerable and proving reflections they abound with, some one may possibly dart in upon her, and illuminate her, as your conversation and behavior did Sir Jacob. But your application, P.S. to my papa, pleased him, and confirmed his resolution to let me go. He snatched the sheet that contained this. That's to me, said he. I must read this myself. He did, and said she's a sweet one do dear good simon repeated he aloud let miss polly add to our delights so she shall then if that will do it and yet this same mrs b has so many delights already that i think she might be contented but named darnford i think i'll let her go these sisters then you'll see how they'll love at a distance though always quarrelling when together.' He read on, "'The new affair will divert you, Lady Darnford has consented. Miss is willing, and her sister can spare her. Very prettily put, Faith, and don't be cross. Very sweet, to deny me. Why, dear Mrs. B., I wouldn't be so cross then. Indeed, I won't. And so, Polly, let em send word when they set out for london and you shall join em there with all my heart but i'll have a letter every post remember that girl anything anything dear papa said i so i can but go he called for a kiss for his compliance i gave it most willingly you may believe nancy looked envious although mr murray came in just then she looked almost like a great glutton, whom I remember, one Sir Jonathan Smith, who killed himself with eating. He used, while he was heaping up his plate from one dish, to watch the others, and follow the knife of everybody else with such a greedy eye as if he could swear robbery against any one who presumed to eat as well as he. Well, let's know when you set out and you shan't have been a week in london if i can help it but you shall be told by my tongue as now by my pen how much i am your obliged admirer and friend polly darnford end of letter 36